Hello, and welcome to Mind Your Business. I'm Stephen Meadows. In today's hidden gem, I wanna talk a little bit about playing cards. And what I mean by that is actually playing card games. So the other day I was having a conversation and I used an analogy and you guys know that I love my analogies. And I, I thought, you know, this, is, this will make a really good topic for one of my videos. So uh, when you're negotiating, uh, it's important to not lead with your strongest negotiating point. So I like to use the analogy of card games. So I'm, I'm from the North. Uh, and so if you're a Yankee like me, you were probably uh, familiar with the game Euchre. Uh, down South, you might be uh, more along the lines of hearts, spades, rook, things like that. But whatever kind of card game you're talking about, there are some, there's some terms I want to explain that I think will be uh, helpful to know. So before there was a President Trump, Trump was a term that we used for a card that could take another card, or rather a, uh, a card suit. So diamonds might be Trump in, in a game of Euchre, uh, or really a hand of Euchre. Uh, which meant if you played a diamond, your diamond would overrule all of the rest of the uh, cards, no matter how high they were. So I could take an ace high hand with a nine of diamonds because diamonds was Trump. Uh, and we called that taking the trick. So you take that round and you get those cards. It's a Euchre term. So I, I love Euchre. Played it all the time when I was growing up. It was one of my favorite pastimes, even in my 20s uh, on the weekends. I would marathon games of Euchre for hours and hours and hours. And it taught me some very valuable lessons, one of which is a negotiating tactic. So in the game of Euchre, you're given five cards, and the cards are anywhere from a nine to an ace. And I'm not going to get into all the intricacies of, of what's the highest card and all that. It doesn't really matter. Let's just pretend that the ace is the highest trump card. It's actually not, but just to simplify things. So you have a nine through an ace. Ace is your most valuable card, let's just pretend. Nine is your least valuable. But the fact that it's a diamond, or whatever the trump suit is in that round, it will take the hand, it will take the trick. So when you're negotiating, or when you're trying to get anything really in life, whether it's uh, customer service issues or whatever, you have essentially a handful of trump cards that you can play. Whether it's excuses, whether it's uh, pleading for, for mercy or whatever, like, oh, but my child is sick. Oh, but uh, I don't have gas in my car. Those can all be considered trump cards. What's the best trump card that I have to play? I was recently trying to negotiate through a situation, a family situation, I was trying to rearrange an appointment um, and I, I'm trying to not go to this appointment because of all the travel issues right now with the pandemic, but I didn't want to necessarily lead off with that card, with that trump, because they may come back and say, oh, well, let's just wait and see what it's like a month from now and then we can make the decision. Well, no, I need an immediate decision and so I'm going to play a lower value card maybe it's just look it's a 12-hour drive if i could if i could just get this done 
virtually or by phone, it would really help me out here. You might say, well, there, what's the big difference? What's the difference? The difference being, I don't want to lead off with my strongest card in case it doesn't work. Then I have nothing to fall back on. If I start off with a weaker position, something I can sacrifice, okay, I'm going to use this situation. I'm going to use this excuse or this tactic. If it doesn't work, I still have an ace in the hole, as they say. But if I were to just throw my ace out right away, I have nothing. If they say no, then I literally am stuck. I have nowhere to go from that point. So it really got me thinking about how we negotiate things and how agents especially want to come out of the gate super strong in defense of their client and just hammer, hammer, hammer. I find in my life that if I use a little bit of a softer tactic and maybe play my weaker trump cards along the way, I tend to get what I want more often than not. Uh, I, it, and a lot of times it is a, it's a matter of compromising. Like, look, I, I'll, I'll concede this, but I need this. If I start off with the, the highest, strongest argument that I have and it doesn't work, what do I have left? So for some of you, this analogy might be completely out of space, you know, just from outer space and it may make zero sense. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Euchre, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But just keep in mind when you are negotiating in life and in business, try to use smaller steps, use smaller sacrifice moves, or think of it in, in, in the terms of chess. The queen's gambit's really popular right now. Think of chess. You don't sacrifice your queen right off the bat. You send the pawns in first. So think of negotiating in those terms. And I think you'll find that you can maneuver a little bit more effectively for your client's best interest and for your own best interest if you think about it strategically from that point of view. So I hope that helps. Uh, it's probably a topic that I'm going to delve into more deeply. I think it's a fascinating topic, but it popped into my head the other day and I just had to share it. So uh, I hope that helps. Have a wonderful day and make awesome choices.